Welcome to the Flawed, Foolish and Fantastic Podcast. The big question, and everybody's going to be going, why have we wasted like an hour talking about other things? But we watched a battle of Omrissa. That was a big thing. I, you know, I remember when you put that out on Instagram and within like the first day I was like, sent a message out to Singh, sent a message out to brother-in-law and all of us and like, who wants to come? Let's get tickets. And we got tickets straight away. The Battle of Amritsar was an amazing film. For me, it was an amazing film because there was so much stuff that I had read from different sources that was that I'd never learnt before, you know, that was found in that film. Tell me about the conception of that film and the work that was undertaken to produce it because in an off chance, you spoke to us and said, it took how many years? And we are just like, you know, that's beyond fathomable for some of us, but tell me about the work that went into it, please. So... I guess it starts with this idea um, that the way Battle of Amritsar is viewed, like it's all there, yeah. you know, we see like the, the way it's viewed in the mainstream completely like, you know, whatever, Galtia, but the sick understanding of it is there, it's all, it's fragmented, yeah. like that was the work, right? Yeah. Um, and it begins with like just an idea amongst a few of us, you know, one thing in particular was like, you know, this Abban Nietzsche idea movie. Um, and you just, you know, from there, from conversations, from um, just different kind of concepts of what it could look like. Yeah. Um, this idea that like you, this film isn't here for closure, you know, it's not a factual blow by blow account in the way that people are used to um, it's certainly not going to leave space for the Sarkar's narrative Um, it's all about how when we think of the June Uniso Chirasi our the things and things our thought is get cautious you take yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's no nothing, that, yeah, there's no nothing Wish beyond I was there. Even though I probably would have fallen over and tripped one on my own probably, head. Probably. But I still want to you would have wanted to be probably. there. You probably would have been George like, Sunday, yeah. maybe if I could have done something for, for my bunt, you yeah. know, if I had that opportunity. So like that that desire, like, you know, that feeling, that longing, like it's almost like, you know, after that moment, like Jinanu, you know, Jinan the Satguru, the Kerpasagi, or Radio Te Torpe, Shahid Diapon de Mokimele, like Adia Kamaya Kitia Pantavaste, and like, how do we like translate that into something? How do we evoke that in our calm? There's no closure, yeah. this isn't over, this isn't an episode that it began, start, middle, end, formulate documentary making, yeah. like, you know, that. Um, that uh, that should that should um, like taunt us that should pull us you know and how can we capture that how can we convey that emotion how can we convey the the central idea that Sankarsh was fought for which is our path shahi which is one of the, you know, there's uh, what is that jar group that towards? Yeah. Like, when, yeah, what when were some, they aiming towards? What was right? their goal? And you know, like, yeah. uh, uh, contemporaries, uh, you know, uh, six today reflecting back, academia, etc., even like, you know, even Kei Panthik Sajjana Devichvi, 
there's a disconnection between sant ji and khalistan yeah. they'll be like oh santa di mangni sigi sant kende sige ke je dinde assi le lunge oh wali galti ni karunge oh they'll say that you know the quote of like you know sant kende ke jo darbar sahib de char dwariyan ch fauj augi khalistan ni rakhi jaoga but thing is all of that is the surface level analysis yeah. so sant janel singh on stage is giving a speech and you've taken that speech with that interview and said this is what it means yeah, you're not seeing behind the scenes of- you're not seeing behind the scenes sordis going around assassinating people left and right yeah. you're not seeing all of the organizing that's occurring you're not seeing the hit after hit after hit after hit that santiji is at the core of yeah, yeah, of that all the things in the jatebandi are saying like santane ke asga ke bande da sudda lagna chahida ya so you're not seeing like literally the building of the armed movement all the mechanisms for it sikhan ko kari fer jathe band karna like the shastra they were carrying wasn't just an aesthetic all the photos you see all of the top things that were carrying out the hits and the assassination they're not in any of the photos yeah of course yeah you don't see general love singh you don't see shane point when you, you see one you, hear, you don't see those do you? one one of the things doing um, the research is um, uh, writing the book at the moment jangnama baljeet singh yeah He's like, there's one photo of Sodhi, there's two photos of Sodhi doing a reading part. And when those photos are taken, Sodhi says to the photographer, I'm going to have to kill you now. And then he's like, <laughs> like and then he takes him to Santaji and then Santaji says, you know, like, tell Sodhi, no, don't worry, this guy's okay. Like, um, he's not a Sarkari banda. Yeah. But that's the level that they were moving because he was actively involved, right? Yeah, and he was yeah. do, doing hits. So. Well, you can't have photos out of the people who are doing the work for you. Yeah, 100%. And then when Santaji gets arrested, like, um, so basically, like, um, the point is, there's this de- decontextualization. There's disconnection between St. Janel Singh, the armed struggle, Khalistan, um like what the battle was being fought over yeah. um you know there's some that go to the point you know like even some six like you know, let's talk about the indians but like even some six that say santi janelsing shouldn't have been there santi did yeah. a galti yeah. santi should have been a uh, you know a, see on instagram a, a, a nandpur sahib right like yeah. there's a certain section that maintains that and says because one individual they look up to yeah, says exactly. you know like oh uh, you know he was wasn't supporting santi ji and he was you know he thought this and um you know and and there's a big disconnect there's a big disconnect. connect between like the at the ars uh, um what was actually happening the mechanics of the movement the political context um and just an a more in-depth analysis and we see this documentary doesn't do that but that's like the um what's underpinning all of this and then just that desire that we want the sangha to have that feeling that mm-hmm. emotion gejri like that the tradition of our sakhi ke ena gursikhan de darshan hone chahiye ya like kis jazbe de na e lare like what was their feeling their emotion um and you see that moment where by muktiar singh yeah cries. yeah breaks down yeah, yeah. He, he breaks down the sort of that, that yeah. quote yeah he breaks down ਬਿਕੋਜ਼ ਉਹਦੇ ਹੱਥੋਂ ਸ਼ਹੀਦੀ ਦਾ ਮੌਕਾ ਨਿਕਲ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਆ ਯਾ ਯਾ ਐਨੀ ਐਨਾ ਪ੍ਰੇਮ ਜੁੜਿਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਸ ਸਿੰਘਾਂ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਐਨੀ ਸੇਇੰਗ ਲਾਈਕ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਆਮ ਸੇਇੰਗ ਲਾਈਕ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਦੇ ਸੇਇੰਗ ਮੁਕੀ ਤੂੰ ਨਹੀਂ ਜਾਣਾ ਐਨੀ ਜਾ ਕਾਂਜੀ ਮੈਂ ਵੀ ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਨਾਲ ਹੀ ਜਾਣਾ ਆ ਬਰਾਤ ਆ ਰਹੀ ਆ ਐਂਡ ਲਾਈਕ ਦੈਟਸ ਵਾਈ ਲਾਈਕ ਉਹ ਹੱਥੋਂ ਨਿਕਲ ਗਿਆ ਮੌਕਾ ਐਂਡ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਇਟਸ ਜਸਟ ਇਟਸ and that how much be a pr and connection he had with those things and he recounts those moments that he sees like uh, you know the tiari kar rahe ya apne kapde nave chole pa rahe ya chaas gana nu like jujan da chaas ga it's not it's that that's there but it's the moment you hear that the things come to us and you see jir to shikhana jithe shastra ke and then you can imagine the beeras in maharaj because they say you know the the puja of the shastras they say jithe asar pe namaskar te mm-hmm. jithe you know shastra naam namaskar ta they they talk they they speak that binding they 
live that Barney. So you can imagine the Josh mm. when when Mookie's saying all those things. He's just like, that's that's mad. Now Ardas is happening at that moment where the the Shastanadi Parki Uraditi and these things are standing there firing with the machine guns at the tank while the Ardas is happening. Those last moments of of the Shahidi. So you know, that doc, the documentary kind of emerges out of that desire. That, you know, to one of the darshan hone chahiye that the Sikh world view is presented. Yeah. That this is seen from an explicitly Sikh point of view, not as a, a the Sikh uh, uh, world view or the the Sikh centrality to this has always been an afterthought. Yeah, if it's been I, I, there at all, right? Like Sonia Gandhi's like stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, he was a seminary, he was a preacher, and you know, and all the focus is on what the state was doing, and like it's not none of the focus is on the sick. Like, yeah, but what, it's not the, even a sick point of view. Mm. It is a fir- it's a point of view. Mm. It's it's the same way you watch Crime Watch. Mm. The point of view is coming from the witnesses who focused it, whether they're sick, whether whatever irrelevant of faith. These are individuals that have seen an incident take place, mm. so. We'll, we'll say it's a sick point of view because everybody on there is sick but they're all first witnesses to an atrocity that took place mm-hmm. that, that's basically it it is it's the same way that you would have any crime reconstruction mm-hmm. and they're telling you what took place and the atrocities that took place it's like the killing fields in Sri Lanka I don't know if you've seen that mm-hmm. the killing fields in Sri Lanka is exactly the same mm-hmm. where, where they go through that and it, it needed something coming together so you said this conception was somebody's, somebody's idea that this needed to be done but how does sitting there going make film develop into what is personally a film that every Sikh should go and see whether whether it hurts their sentiments or not whether they agree with it or not you know we spoke to somebody who we we did a podcast with and he's like I still don't understand why they did it there I still don't and then we'll clear it up we'll, we'll go well because of this 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 had to be done this had to be done mm. and it makes them understand but they need that grounding to first see it so how do you go from make film get money what does a film look like how do you do that so there's um, obviously there's a process of like creating a list of individuals that we knew that had seen um, you know the eyewitnesses that had that's had those accounts yeah. um, some of those accounts were already like you know public knowledge yeah. um, and then you know logistically organizing filming across different countries and um you know turning up with camera equipment and kind of learning a lot of this stuff on on the fly as well um framing questions thinking a lot about the questions as well that process of the interview learning in the interviewing as well that this is going to take time to kind of get people out of that formulaic way of talking that they're kind of maybe used to yeah um, and then ending up with like 80 hours plus of footage and then kind of piecing it together. Yeah. Because um, not just that, it's the the emotion that arises when you hear the Nagara going and you show mm. a photo on the screen and you're like, this person was listening to the radios and then mm. General Self was doing this. And it's, it's just all that. I don't even know how you'd... It's like when I watch programmes and all of a sudden the right music comes in at the right time and the right... And it, you were able to evoke emotion even at the points where nobody was speaking in that film. Yeah, we went through like two different editors. The first one we went with wasn't really able to deliver what we kind of imagined. We see none of us had made a documentary film before. Yeah. We obviously had an idea about like what we wanted people to feel. We wanted them to feel something like yeah. this, right? We wanted them to have a connection. We wanted them not to feel a sense of closure. We wanted them to be like evoked. Um, we knew these moments within the narrative, like that's something like we, um, 
you know crafted together really finely like you know yeah. the the things that are behind the scenes that you know jinane ek kamakita ya um like really piecing together like that minute account like that framing like the original cut was three and a half hours and cutting that down to two and a half hours two hours that you six minutes that is um like minute by minute like how, what the story is is that an, an analysis in the start there's the kind of main focus on the yeah. battle and then there's the analysis at the end um we we had a clear idea of what we wanted to convey yeah. we knew that we wanted the music to come from a sick emotional yeah. you know s- setting right because like, the engraved music just doesn't Like hit us it's never going to hit us in that way it had to be sick instruments we knew we want there's you know bits that are being described obviously there's no footage of the battle itself yeah. um so we had to you know fill those bits with artwork um we knew we wanted to use archive footage that exists especially of the things and like the morche bandi that's been used before but never in this context see i'd never seen some of the clips that you showed when the bars have you know where you see the just the gunshots and the firing and things like that yeah. the only other place I've seen it since that is that the Amir Khan film in Lal Singh Chedda he uses the exact same footage uh, yeah, I mean, which is quite surprising I was like Hang on, the only place I've seen it is in your film. So I don't know yeah. where the hell he's got it from. Well, it comes from the archives because yeah. we see like um, at that time there's journalists from all over the world there yeah. and they were filming and that's their proprietary footage, right? It's their yeah. property so you can get licensing which we did um to use their archive footage. So they we knew what the elements were that we wanted to piece together. We knew the the story that we wanted to tell. Um we had an idea of who could provide the analysis. We knew there's certain accounts that we wanted to give from certain perspectives of d- different jathebandiya of people that were there with Santaji so we kind of had all these building blocks and then obviously add add on the layers of logistics filming people in different countries um add on you know this like a timeline of how it's going to be constructed yeah. um and then you know like this kind of the, the intangible things of like what we wanted people to feel and what bits do we want them to feel um you know dis quieted with the emotion um you know where uh, um you know the, all of those pieces of, like i said we had of issue with the first editor then we went to a second editor um and then you know we explained you know what, what the whole kind of process was going to be um and then that editor you know did a fantastic job of job. like you know um soundscaping it um mm. you know obviously with like the how tight everything is um how seamless it all is um Yeah, I mean we we worked with an art- artist as well that produced some artwork um yeah. that really kind of um adds on to the kind of visualizing of the uh, environment the atmosphere a lot of people said that they felt like they were there you know when they yeah, were watching yeah. it and yeah. I think a, a lot of that has to do with the the sound quality yeah. um the sound is such an important part of the filmmaking and obviously the visuals as well yeah. um so like the the foley of all of you know all of that work was you know with the um the the um the editing uh, you know guys boots guys basically they they added all of that in um okay. and they soundscaped the whole thing you know to, to, they developed the music all the original scores so they they did an amazing job yeah yeah no. i mean it's obviously a very lengthy process well you say you've got 80 hours footage and that, that's going to be because the the witness testimonies let alone just putting together the clips and things like that you can have so much material Were there any individuals that you wanted to approach or have on this documentary that 
were not forthcoming? Yeah, I mean, there was there was a couple of individuals, one in particular, BBG, that we really wanted to get hold of yeah. and that we made multiple appointments with over, a, like, you know, over a year or two, um, you know, that we couldn't just end up getting. It just never worked and, yeah. you know, this, uh, you know, stopped responding. Um, and I think a lot of um, a lot of the people that we interviewed, a few of them obviously we had relationships with first, others we yeah. had to approach the other people. Um, I think nobody's ever really done anything on this kind of scale. Wow. And um, and I think a, a couple of our um, contributors that saw it were, I don't think they understood like the, the kind of caliber of the production that we were aiming for. Um, and I think they were quite surprised. You know, Jameer Singh said to us here, like, you know, he was just like, he's like, you guys did a phenomenal job. Mm. And he's like, there's a lot of accounts, obviously, of Darbar Saib. And he's like, there are a lot of them are uh, incomplete for whichever reason. But he's like, there's an incompleteness to this, uh, to them. And he's like, but for in this, he's like, I can say like you kind of captured a very complete picture. And he's like, it's really emotional and just like the production quality. Um, so yeah, I mean, like there were individuals that we would we would have wanted to include um, that it just you know it just didn't happen. You know, yeah. I mean, there, there's a um, there's a list um, that one of the things has of of people that need to be interviewed because there's obviously this is there's so much that. Still can be told be there's so much that needs to be captured yeah um and you know people are passing people away, are passing away. And, and this is our thing for doing this sort of thing yeah. you know and you're just like these things need to be captured because you're you're doing this work now other people are doing other bits of work now and we've said to nick and you know we said to yourself and i'll say to Sue, i was like capture everything you can you need to capture it because 10 years time those memories are going to be gone those first historical accounts or primacy witness accounts are going to be gone Mm. Um, when when does the unreleased ATL film come out? So the idea was to create an archive yep. um, around not just the documentary footage but the additional footage that we yes. want to capture. Um, obviously, that's a massive project in itself. Producing that type of archive, you know, nothing kind of exists at the moment. Yeah. Um, you know, there's like a partition archive. There's a there's another one around kind of Jirasi, um, You know, the Jehudian the Ambot like Holocaust type archives. Yeah, course, yeah. But um, none of nothing like that kind of exists for us as yeah. as a, as a common. And uh, the projects that do kind of uh, emerge they focus very heavily on um, sick victimization like they kind of erase like the whole Sangarsh aspect which mm. is obviously a massive injustice so that the idea is to produce a, a, an archive um, yeah. and to you know there's so many stories that obviously we couldn't capture and Payam Reek Singh doesn't feature in the documentary at all right yeah. like there's so many layers to this and we wanted to kind of not, focus not on that. You didn't, if you look at prior to this for me the best documentary on anything 84 related was Bleeding Punjab Okay, yeah. And Longer Wild, we know Longer Wild's story, everybody does. But he does a really good job in that film capturing what happened when he's like, we didn't know anything, there was no alarms, they didn't say come out, they didn't say this is a warning signal. First thing we knew was when that Gola hit Karlsdok, mm -hmm. which is exactly what Baisakadev Singh Bubba's nephew says. And he's just like, that just correlates what was taking place. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, even, you know, I know that's nicking footage off other things but that's quite explosive chuck that in and things like that obviously you have done a fantastic job mm -hmm. for me telling you what to do when we've got two shitty little cameras here mm -hmm. is the worst thing ever but mm -hmm. you know I'm just like there could be so much footage like you said 
Uh, yeah, even even on the documentaries, always because you're you're hearing firsthand accounts. Yeah. But those that have familiar familiarity with Chirassi, with like you know, we see the whole you know battle around Darbar Sahib and the way the invasion happens. Mm. Uh, you can take that footage and you can take those perspectives and you marry them up exactly to the historical events, right? Mm. Like these are factual testimonies that are taking place, and um, you know, there's a whole a layer of analysis that could be built on top of the documentary exactly, yeah. itself. You know that hopefully. Um, you know, six do in the future. Hopefully, it becomes a resource for um, you know six six students that are interested in this subject because yeah. there's so much knowledge production. Well, what the academy calls knowledge production, but um, reporting on Uniso Chirasi, right? Whether it's um, you know between um, whether it's in the academy or whether it's you know uh, as a result of diplomatic relationships between India and Canada or India and UK, like Chirasi, the Sangarsh features. Prominent, yeah, yeah. right? So this is going to be a, an ongoing, you know, big topic, and hopefully this kind of, you know, adds that layer that's missing. And then the archive footage, yeah. um, sorry, not the archive footage, the interview footage that we have, the additional stories. Hopefully, we can add those into into a format where they're presented as like sakia um, around. Say, even if not, even if it's just a here's the interview with Ajmer Singh, or yeah. I forgot to sing who's a reporter, or Baisakdev Singh's, you know, nephew, or like you said. With Muki, I'd love to hear what he actually all the way through because he's just like it. Gra- it grabs you at your throat, and you feel the emotion. You feel everything, especially with Muki. We, you know, we were at that showing, and um, you know, we had somebody in front of us, uh, and you know, that was the moment. That was the moment for me mm-hmm. where you're just like, "Fuck!" Mm-hmm. But, you know, but it's like you said, I didn't think about it, that he's crying because he lost the opportunity. For me, it's it's the emotion of witnessing those opportunities as well it's he loved santaji yeah he could loved santaji like the amount of i'm mean, like this he was from like he was from a kid you know really young guy when he's with like sant and like and imagine being around a personality like that right we're hearing about sant like and and all those things and singnia like you know like a few decades later yeah. and halevi you know there's nobody that you can really put in makabla with these individuals imagine being in that environment no, but that's it. It, you wouldn't it's leave, really right? difficult to talk because yeah. you get that story where um, um, it's from Bandar Singh Bahadur's time where she'll be, she's, she's basically one of Bandar Singh Bahadur's Janelle's is eating and his wife is named Shobi and she says to him, she says, uh, you know, you stayed with Bandar Singh Bahadur. We've heard about Bandar Singh Bahadur, mm. but what was he actually like? And at that point he was eating and his throat just stopped. He couldn't eat and he teared up and he's like, you know, he goes, she goes, why are you crying? You know, I've just asked you a question. And he said, and he says, Shobi, you don't understand. He goes, basically, we asked that same question to Bandha Singh Bhadra, who said, you know, you stayed with Maharaj, Thapri, everything. Isn't it? And they said, how is it that, you know, what was it like? And they said, Bandha Singh Bhadra basically ate Behar 24 hours. Just couldn't stop crying. Right. And he goes, and that's the feeling I've now had when you've asked me about Bandha Singh right. and, and I got that straight from when Mookie's talking about what's happening. Because mm. he's just like, how are you supposed to talk about that? Because that's the brim, the emotion, the attachment mm. with that individual. And all of a sudden you, you're trying to go, this is my opportunity and this is what happened. You know, I, I asked Muki off, off camera when, like, he's crying, and I was like, Why Satanu Yad, both on the Singadi? And he just, like, just, just overwhelmed. He's like, Both Yad on the Yad. And, like, 
ਯੂ نو ਵੀ ਸਾਡਾ ਆਪਸ ਦਾ ਸਾਡੀ ਆਪਸ ਦੀ ਲਾਲਚ ਹੈ ਜਿੰਨੇ ਵੀ ਸਿੰਘ ਆ ਸੀ ਵੀ ਬਹੁਤ ਪ੍ਰੇਮ ਕਰਦੇ ਨਾ ਸਿੰਘਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਪਰ ਆਈ ਕਾਨ ਇਮੇਜਿਨ ਲਾਈਕ ਯੂ نو ਬੀਇੰਗ ਅਰਾਉਂਡ ਥੀਸ ਇੰਡੀਵਿਜੂਅਲਸ ਲਾਈਕ ਹਾਊ ਮਚ ਹਾਊ ਮਚ ਥੈਟ ਥੈਟ ਪੁਲ ਮਸਟ ਬੀ ਫੋਰ ਹਿਮ ਯੂ نو ਲਾਈਕ ਆਈ ਥਿੰਕ ਹੀ ਡਿਸਕ੍ਰਾਈਬਡ ਇਟ ਲਾਈਕ ਹੀ ਥਿੰਕਸ ਲਾਈਕ ਯੂ نو ਮਾਨਜੀ ਟਾਕਸ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਲਾਈਕ ਥੇਰਸ ਅ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਥੈਟ ਹੀ ਸਪੋਕ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਲਾਈਕ ਥੈਟ 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 ਗੈਂਬਲਰ that who loses everything and he's yeah. like that he kind of related it to how he felt he's like that's how i feel like you know like an addict that you just lost everything now you know mm. um i can't imagine what that must feel like you know just uh, to be there and then be in like you know a, a village in in america somewhere you know having seen that and and then not being listened to as well yeah, exactly. you know a lot of people for years when not being this listened to real, yeah. you, what you're saying is wrong sanjeev still being in, whatever being mocked you yeah. know like yeah they were openly mocked yeah. for years and years and yeah. years and i think that's terrible and and you know just i mean hopefully the film brings that context in and what, what one of the things that was wasn't intentional but happened was sanjeev being put into context and like narrating in this way um and i think a lot of people went away with this new found appreciation of the seriousness of sanjeev singh and you see the seriousness in in context um and i mean their own bachan you know that they're not here to leave in it like they've brought the calm to this point like the the shahidi and you see the footage of their shahidi sroop yeah, you yeah. see the chitta kamar kasa you see the magazines in them you know and obviously people that know that they are know how their family members identified the body how it was on the front pages mm-hmm. and then how like to scupper that and how the indian government also played a role into that as well they wanted to they want to deny you a martyr they want to deny you a rallying call i mean this is stuff they're learning of other governments they're allied with um we know obviously the SAS sent you know people to, to provide training yeah. Mossad sent people to we provide training we know they had they had the setup where the entire it, yeah. yeah the entire reconstruction of darbar sahib yeah. where they're practicing you know commando raids for like 18 months before sanjeev yeah. even in the complex so you know like sarkarna de hath de vich bahut kuch hunda ya like you know they've been successful in a um in a in a degree to you know construct that narrative but you know he said we see the satyai ke unhone utthe juj ke shahidi paayi ya you know but it should be but in kebali you know pipe in the ball says it goes you know why is it that you don't see the other faces on t-shirts because they were honest to what they said and uh, you know i i look at it, i speak to my my youngest daughter he said what was he he was in his 16 17 when he saw sanjanel singh in 1982 he says we went to wandavan it was near darasai it wasn't far we heard they were coming because they were following the nirgadis around wherever they were going so uh, yeah so they basically followed him around and they fought follow- and they got to that place and he said i went to one gathadwan and he goes we were just wonderstruck he goes me all my classmates everybody he goes out of everybody he goes i'm the only one left everybody else has died for for the struggle Uh, he goes but that's the sort of josh they put in you from just one the one and it wasn't focused on anything other than gurbani it's all talking on the back of gurbani this is what gurbani says yeah. and the influence that they had was was incredible with with regards to this film have you shown it to external sources like amnesty international people like that does it no no at the moment i mean this film was made with a very particular audience in mind which is like our parents generation janani sangarsh din alkoi nirtar kiya those that have been through this moment right yeah. like we wanted to um this film was made for them 
Okay. You know, that's that's like the primary audience. The subtitles were added because we know that you know yeah. they got kids and the bully da masla ajandaya and you know that that's the secondary audience essentially. But it's made for the pant from for a pantic core. Um, I understand that, but I think this is this is worthy of showing to those organisations. Oh, they've for been sure. trying all yeah. the time to get into Punjab yeah. for so long, yeah. and I think it's important that we have those voices outside of our community yeah. that shout for us like the shout for Palestine like the shout for other organizations because yeah. that's what they should be doing definitely I mean I think this could end up contributing to some of that discourse yeah. and like and I think like that, that was some of the re- I, you know I assume that was the reason why like Santaji and like you know so many of the things spoke to the international media, media in that yeah. way because they wanted to internationalize the struggle right exactly. that's why like you know just once in color I sent out here yeah. um, you know to shine a light on the struggle and to shine a light on like India's repressive tactics and I think somewhere along the line you know the struggles uh, you know the, the the sovereignty and the militancy of the struggle has you know been sidelined and the focus has solely been placed on the human rights violations exactly. so I don't know how like Amnesty International who like you know um was uh not really not really great the way they kind of viewed the militancy and even like you know the yeah, you but know that's the, because they didn't know the militancy from our side yeah you know even some of the um like the anthropologists that went there like you know some some of them whose books are like really well quoted right like you know the, the two bb and yeah, from scotland yeah America. It's a really good book as well. Yeah, I mean they're good books, yeah. but then they're not wholly accurate, and they they don't play, present the uh, the movement, especially the militancy, in the best of light yeah. as well. You know, and like they're very incomplete accounts. But so I don't know. I mean, I don't know how. Like um, again, it comes to this like you know this really deeply internalized racist view of sex as like you know these you know religious fanatic militants and yeah. San Janel Singh being at like the kind of pinnacle of <laughs> of that yeah. uh, stereotype. I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, I I hope like you know this. Um, people that the feedback that we've heard from people that have bought like you know like non-sex to it you know has been really good you know and like we've heard that consistently that I'd this like needs to, to be shown it, wider I'd like to see it yeah. outside of seat circles right I'd like to see it like the Cannes Film Festival the Edinburgh Fringe you know because they can have those films on mm-hmm. Edinburgh Fringe if you get two people to it you get two people to it it doesn't matter but you know organisations like Amnesty International and things like that who are fighting for because whether they like the militancy or not, it's not about the militancy. It's about understanding this is our struggle, this is what happened, and then the cause and knock-on effect is the oppressive state of Operation Woodrose. You know, we've got Black Thunder. We've got all sorts of other things that took place afterwards that they're trying to intervene in. Well, you need to know how it starts. Yeah, But you, you know, think this is this is like a an ongoing kind of uh, challenge, you know, and this is something that, you know, when NSYF started, is something that we wanted to address is how the armed struggle is constantly sidelined and yeah. its politics are sidelined. Like the, the reason why human rights violations occur, yeah. why genocide occurs against the six, because it was the government's counter insurgency strategy. They wanted to p- collectively punish the people of Punjab, the same way like Israel punishes the people Palestine. of Palestine. They, they want to torture the populace, right? Like yeah. we were talking about earlier, um, when you know the uh, police, they go into villages and they carry out their their raids and they torture people. They taunt them afterwards. Yeah. They're like yeah. these these types of taunts, right? Because it was about collective humiliation. It was about um, psychologically infi- inflicting um, wounds on the Subjugate people. Subjugate our completely. Because yeah. but you know the best thing is I like the. Have you seen the reactions to your? Oh, I've sent you one, didn't I? Where you get like the this Pakistan community in Pakistan who oh, watch yeah. a trailer. Yeah. So I sent you that and I was like, 
fucking look at this. But there's loads of them, and they yeah. watch the the Battle of Armstrong before you know. It. They're watching the speeches before you know. It. And they even say it. They say, you know, Sikhs or Muslim one say the Punjabi, the Punjabi way of life. You cannot subjugate us. Mm-hmm. He goes, even us as Pakistani Punjabis, the rest of Pakistan try to take us down. It ain't gonna happen. And it's just something within. I don't know, our corn, our nature, our clock, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's that sort of thing. For me, I, I liked that thing about your film. But, you know, for me, I, I think it should go out to bigger audiences. But seeing the, the Pakistani community watching the trailers going, what's this, what's this, what's this? And then leading on to them watching all the speeches, then watching um, yeah. stuff to do with uh, Bitu's interviews and things like that that's happening now. Mm-hmm. And they're all addressing it and they're watching it going... This is what happened. We didn't know all this. Yeah. I mean, if we can get this to like, I mean, the UK, I think about 7,000 people have seen it when we did our numbers. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, not insignificant, but still, you know, there's like, what, 600,000 plus six here. Yeah. So, um, you know, we want to get it, like our first priority is to get it into like the wider community as much as possible, not just here, but Australia, like yeah. North America. I mean, like there's 25 million six. Obviously, like Punjab as well, if you we can get it there, you know, that would be really good as well. So yeah. we kind of like want to phase out the, the distribution. And the way this film is made as well, I mean, I don't think, um, I mean, I think it's going to be around for a while yeah. because of just the, the, the quality of the production, but also the narrative as well. You know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you had a bigger budget or a bigger, you know kind of you know production team I'm sure you could make a, a quote unquote better film but the narrative isn't something yeah. that anybody could reproduce I don't think no I don't yeah. I don't even think there can be a better film like I said I thought Bleeding Punjab was the best mm. narrative on this until yeah. I saw this so you, and I, 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 you know somebody can try and all the better for somebody trying but I don't think you can you know the thing is we're in we're, we're, we're locked in this struggle of um, the Indian state like not just obviously they've they've tried this policy of um, you know assimilation and annihilation and now like they've set those very clear boundaries mm. uh, where now they're using you know their laws to criminalize all of our, our resistance yep. but socially um, they they're competing for the attention constantly of the Sikh community yep. um, and we're going to see more inroads being made by like Bollywood into like you know this one that's coming out on just once in cholera yeah yeah they're I gonna, saw you talking about that they're going to do another I one I didn't realize he's doing that in Hindi of course. So he did the speech in Hindi when Dajit. Of course. Yeah. Who is it? Dajit Sanj. Yeah. yeah. At, yeah, at so. South in Gudagortora and you know and, they, and then using our space and then thing is like this mentality of you know that you know it's it's a good thing that it takes our uh, our struggle to a wider audience. But no, who's going to see that? Mother tongue and then put it in put your subtitles on. Yeah. But who's going to see that film largely like the same way with Lal Singh Chadda performed really poorly in in India yeah. domestically but internationally performed really well. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it performed really well internationally because of a whole bunch of Punjabis went to yeah, see that yeah. film because they marketed so, it with the thing. I downloaded it. So. Yeah, I, that's really good. <laughs> I'm glad you did. But like honestly, the the they they're very clever at marketing because you know things. Our diaspora is a very very powerful diaspora. Yeah, one of the most powerful diasporas in the world. But we haven't been able to mobilize. Um, in that way the last time the diaspora was mobilized a 10 year long armed conflict was fought with the Indian yeah, state exactly. so if the diaspora can be mobilized if it can be taken outside of this trap of model minority representational Indian nationalist kind of politics yeah. if it can be refocused the energy towards Guru and Pant yeah. and the understanding of sovereignty can develop then of course it will mm. of course it will no that's absolutely great um, I know we've talked about You've mentioned some of the sources used for the film, um, and you've mentioned some of the sources you were unable to get. Did you end up? Were there any um, secondary sources such as like online stuff, 
papers. Uh, I know you've used majority primary sources in there, mm. but were there like were there any journalists willing to come forward with their archives and go here have this? Was there anything like that? No. <laughs> um, you think is with uh, Jirasi, like our like obviously with NSYF and all the other Nordjuan that have been involved in yeah. the the project, like all of us have been really deeply affected by Jirasi and the yeah. Khalistan Sangaj, and it's been part of our you know psyche. It's your psyche, for a very it? long time. So this research, even though the film took six years, but it's been a product of so many years yeah. of so many Nordjuans like you know existence of revolving around the movement and it's a theos. Um So all that information, that research is the groundwork for that had been laid long okay. before the the so film. So this, what this. Things like that, uh, people would have collected for years and for years. For years, those that okay. materials are available, yeah. um, and that informed the perspective that you know that was held amongst the Nordjuan that came out in the form of the film. Yeah. Um, obviously, just passing Sandu, the Patrakar that's there with really Brahma Jelni. Um, you know, he's obviously th- those are the only two kind of journalists that were left in mm-hmm. inside the the military cordon um, of Amritsar. Um, yeah, I mean, like other other than that, like you know, the other than the archive footage, um, I mean, uh, uh, just passing writes a book about Juni Sochara Siri Patrakari. The journalist sources aren't reliable. I mean, they're being sent to Delhi. Yeah. Delhi is being edited by a, a nationalist bent, you know, Hindutva um, leaning, you know, editorial team. All of the journalism that's coming it's out till this day, till this day. Yeah. I mean, even BBC has their own, um, you know, journalism in India. But till this day, there's a very very poor and heavily Indian nationalist and leaning yeah because Mark Tully was doing that he's leaning completely Um, and they're writing from the point of view that the Indian state is a like you know a natural entity but the Indian state gave them the building blocks of what they were going to write don't they so they release their their material and that's what's being given back since the documentary have you had other people come forward going "I I can add to this I can give you bits I was there or I know somebody that was there. Here's this contact. Yeah, like I'm saying, like you know, um, one of the key Nordjuans, um, he's got a list of individuals. So Sanupadaya, like who you want to speak Good. to. We've had a couple of interesting people though, from the Sangha that came forward um, that offer that offering like really interesting perspectives. So a few, quite a few of them from like the Forge, um, six that were in the military that experienced the systemic levels of discrimination. That after watching this film, really kind of brought that out in them. Like damn, yeah. like. Uh, if the pieces fell in into play i think for a lot of them um and yeah like the you know the, the, that's something that we really kind of need to capture as well because this narrative of like police and military service is you know obviously a a, a lasting hangover of colonialism you yeah. know obviously like of, after 1849 Carl Carl forged you know to to stop them rebelling against them you know yeah. like made them fight under the under the, the guys of their band, right? That's it. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and then, you know, even the, you know, people get involved in that writing, you know, articles about how serving the, you know, Rani of England is the same as serving Satya Patshah. I'm a police officer, by the way, Yeah, I know. But, um, I'm trying to do it to get my money and get out. But, you know, obviously, but th- there's a there's a heavy propaganda machinery that that's still there, you know, that ties, um, you know, Padshahi of the Qom to the state, like, yeah, really deeply. And, and like, those those values have to be unlearned, you know, like, I mean, I, I a lot of six join the police and the military for the same reason they want to do good for society no I need some money man because either that I was getting textiles with my dad I was like nah man but, but, I, but that's a narrative that like has, has been internalised right like yeah. you know you can serve uh, and they see it as a good thing and that the structural analysis
analysis of how these entities emerge and the violence they perpetuate, that's missing from Sikh public discourse, um, which is you know a, a really important thing. But yeah, I mean, hopefully some of these the, these conversations with Sikhs in the military, because obviously Saint Janel Singh, um, you know, manages to pull in like quite a few important military figures, yeah. um, and then there's prachar that that's happening simultaneously where they're organizing seminars for retired and uh, forgies and their children that are in the forge because right. it becomes like again you know the, uh, it becomes a, a hereditary uh, kind of profession right because of the car, the car yeah. system so um but yeah like they, they organize these seminars and they, they're essentially trying to radicalize like you know um, military personnel and like bring them in towards the, uh, the movement and make them realize you know the the conditions um, of galami of the calm so hopefully some of those those testimonies can um, you know yeah. be a disruptive force into the into well, we, the the dominant narrative you know I'd say that. I'd do that in my job. My job is, you know, people should have seen it the first time I wore a San Janelle Sinji t shirt into a special branch office mm-hmm. for my meeting. And like, the, you know, you knew what was going to happen straight away. So I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, hang on, isn't this. And then you change their narrative. You're like, no, you don't understand my struggle. Mm-hmm. And let's go for it. And then, then you bring up the apartheid. Then you bring up Nelson Mandela. Then you look at your worldview is focused on what you are told to do. Mm-hmm understand my struggle, understand my speech, understand this. Mm-hmm. And we've got to we've got to get into those circles. There are a lot, don't get me wrong, 99% of the police, people that are in the police, you know, they, I've had this argument very recently with one of the Sikh police organisations. It's just there as a tool for them to get promoted. Yeah. People go, you know, they'll distribute stuff, they'll do whatever for messages with regards to Vasaki, with regards to Gurpurvs and things like that. Mm. But you never see what Gordor outside of their own time. You know, mm. and so most of them are like that. But we need the few that can get in to go, this is our narrative, this is our story. You might consider us all to be, you know, I've seen intelligence logs where you're like, this person's got this sticker on, so they're a terrorist. They're like, and I'm in the middle of it going, no, not. Mm-hmm. Take that off. Let's talk about this and bring that person in for diversity training. Mm. I'll tell them what secure is. Mm. I'll tell them what is terrorism, what is militancy. Just because I support something doesn't make me that way. Mm. And it does need to be challenged. And you're doing the right thing, you're challenging it. Problem is getting into those circles where you need to be. We can try to do that. That's not an issue. With with regards to the film, you've done a great film. What are your further projects that you're not doing through NSYF or through the Khalistan? Um uh, sorry, the Khalistan Center. What are you lot looking to do now? So a lot of it is going to be around the same kind of vein of um, producing materials, resources, um, books, like other productions like this, um, you know, other resources, um, conduct, hosting our kind of own events. Um, how do we get to that point where we can provide some kind of Sikh leadership program that we can develop? Yep. Um, I know there's a few Sikh leadership programs at the moment. Um, I mean, I personally don't consider them Sikh leadership programs. They're like, you know, the the, the kind of careerist approach okay. to Sikh leadership, like, you know, how to become a MP or like, you know, tying leadership down to like values okay, that you so can bring in. Okay, so they're job. Yeah, values you can bring in to like, you know, public service. No, I don't, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, yeah. but we're, we're talking actual Sikh leadership. So See, we th- had a really good conversation with, do you know Bhai Harman Singh? Harman Singh from Basic Sikhi. <laughs> His, he, he's like you, his vision is way ahead of, and it might be worth you, well, I'll, I'll put you in contact with him, but his thing is, you know, he wants to, as part of the universities, 
in America that you start sending people to the bunch ducks like the Jews send their students to the you know to um, Jerusalem. He's like, well, we should learn these things, and we look at building people up, not just in video, but about Sikhi. It's about not the worldly thing, but it's about making sure our gyanis are paid better, that the level of knowledge is better, that if you are looking at it worldly, you go, I can become a lawyer for 40 grand, or I can become a gyanis for 80 grand, but I have to learn this, 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 and know about the politics, and know how to present myself in front of councillors, electorates, and people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what you're, what you're thinking is similar to that, but it was quite interesting to hear that from him. Yeah, we, we definitely need to um, develop a, a theory of the amongst the knowledge one that's gurmat orientated, that understands the sangharsh, that's building towards liberation. Yeah. I think a lot of the times, you know, in, in these discourses, the piece that's mi- missing, and, and it's a disconnect that exists, right? We trace it to, like, the 18th century to um, 1947, but there's that disconnect between, like, the kind of, you know, the spiritual side and yeah. the military soldier side, right? Or the, you know, the pagati side and the, the shakti, shakti side. side yeah. You know, there's this, there's this disconnect, and sometimes you see it kind of emerging um, as, as a, a, a um, I don't know like aesthetic is a bit of a harsh word but more of a um, a kind of ideological discourse that's not really rooted in reality that we don't need Raj in this Dharti mm. because we are Rajay because we have Raj and you know like with the rulers of all the creation but you know then you got to travel on a passport that's issued to you by yeah, exactly by the British government yeah. and then when you take Badalaf or Biyadabi your your when, when you're try- taking Badalaf or Biyadabi in India where apparently you have Azadi you're going to prison by because the courts of the land have ruled that as you know an act of uh, you know that's, that's a crime oh, so, that you're getting paid you're getting paid in that money you're getting paid in the money you're they, they, yeah exactly you're so there's so many money. you're living off everything right yeah. so we've only been living in these conditions for a short amount of time yeah. before that month azad cigar but all of our institutions have been systematically demolished yeah. um you know this is why the a granti is mocked in this way or the granti as a position um has been destabilized in this way as a yeah. result of this process um you know exactly. university exactly. like you know and we kind of like within especially what i've seen you know in the gurdwara system here in the uk um, Gantis aren't paid very well. No. They they're viewed as disposable. They're viewed as like you know. Um, well, they're treated a, like a serious product. migrant workers. Yeah. It's like, right, I can't buy time now. Another yeah. one now. Another one. You're just like, where's the respect? Can't yeah. So like, and the thing is, if um, if the Granti, uh, the Gyanni, the Gyan that they have is of Guru Granth Sahib. Uh, then what does that show about our relationship with Guru Sahib? Exactly. You know, if exactly. then what does that show about not, not not only the relationship with Guru Sahib but the relevance of the Vidya of Guru in the world? Mm. Okay, that's to fulfill this religious role. But Baki Dunia, which the real thing is Paisa, Pusa and all the rest of it. Um, so there's there's a lot of violence. But yeah, so the, the type of work that we want to do is is kind of like addressing this, yeah. um, developing resources, developing the space as well for these types of conversations yeah. to take place um, developing a, a, the, the center into an actual gender um, where this type of conversation can happen um, and what the what the role of the center can be towards um, reviving the Sikh radical tradition where we're looking at things from our perspective you know from a Azad perspective um, have you read the Azadist manifesto 
No, not yet. You I mean, I've, I've skimmed through bits of it. I've looked at like the influences and the influences of money, the way it works, the taxes. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's like essentially like neoliberalism yeah. and like um, what's that other um, framework, um, the the engraved one, Mojo Taipul Gya, but socialist. No, it's not. It's not. It's not socialist. I mean, I was about to say, it talks about money and all sorts. It's, it's capitalist. Um, this it's a certain type of um, uh, like what you see in in the West. Um, oh, I forgot what it's called. There's a word for it, but it's, it's that type of politics, basically. Yeah. Um, and like you got Jordan Peterson. I mean, this is a. Yeah, yeah. It's a. A lot of um, you know today, uh, a lot of the the discourse among Sikhs, especially in North America, is dominated by like these types of like you know pseudo kind of you know people like right leaning. Oh well, yeah, of, no, we were, what, yeah. what was it on about? We were on about where they're on about getting rid of the golden sink because it genderizes individuals. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I mean, like, the other thing is, the Sikhs have their own conception of a lot of things, right? And um, in this world, there isn't space for Sikh conceptualization. They're, they're, they're confined to the um, category of religion. You know, but you know one thing I really respect about the Azadism Manifesto is the amount of effort that's gone into yeah. producing it. I mean, it looks aesthetically really brilliant. Um, you know, it's something that, that can definitely be uh, built on. But <coughs> It's good, and it's backed up by Gurbani quotes. I think a lot of the, what I've seen the Gurbani quotes have been like yeah. taken out of context, and yeah. again, it, it's it's look it. Uh, this happens a lot where from the position of modernity, Sikhi is dissected to then fit into and align with modernity. Yeah, yeah. Whereas we should be looking from Sikhi and dissecting the world, right? Because a hukum is drishti, it's a way of understanding the world. Yeah. And that leaves has to leave kerp, uh, space for Guru Sahib's kerpa and their bakshish as well. So how we the position from which we're analyzing is really important. Um, and I, again, for me, like the, the Sangarsh and Santji are, are an analytical benchmark if we want to put anything, uh, you know, if you want to apply it to this kind of intellectualizing approach. Yeah. If you ain't got space for Khalistan, if you don't understand what Khalistan is, if it doesn't feature into your analysis, then um, um, I maintain that you do not understand the struggle that Sikhs ha have been engaged in since the time of Guru Nanak Padshah. Yeah. You don't understand the underlying continuity of Padshahi, of what the purpose of the Khalsa is, Asar Sangarbe ko, Durjan ke marbe ko, Khalso banayo hai. Like, what has that been consistently throughout? When Guru Sahib talks about Halim Miraj, when they talk about Sab Sukhali Vuttiya, when they talk about Hun Hukum Hua Mirwanda, what is that idea that's consistently there? Um, and again, like, you know, when Sarbatta Pala is confined to just you know, this uh, um, ideological thing or this practice of addressing, you know, um, surface level issues and inequalities always seen as a much deep-rooted praxis of upturning these oppressive structures, you know, it kind of leads you to different conclusions, you know. So for me, like, th that's why Khalistan is, is so relevant because it, it's almost like, you know, a litmus test, essentially. Yeah. It's a benchmark. You can be like, how is Khalistan and St. Janel Singh looked at by a person claiming to do X analysis on Sikhi? Yeah. Are they erased? Are they completely not present? Are they in the c category of ethno-nationalism? Are they in the category of religious fanaticism? Um, uh, what is the understanding? Because for me, then I, I, I'll be able to gauge the understanding and the connection to Gursikhi. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, like Santiji is the embodiment of so much, you yeah. know. Like O Pracharak Sige, first and foremost, Vidyarthi Sige Damdamitak Salde. Orangor Sige. Right from that, what was the the um, you know the the crucible in which from which they emerged from? You know, what is the grounding? What is their inspiration? What is what are they pointing to? And when you look at that, and you like, you know, this is why Santiji is respected. Then you see their politics isn't rhetoric. It's very deep. It's it's much much more longer lasting. Mm. that awakening that people are talking about or the, that is in the the collective memory and remember sanjana singh is talked about as a mother right like like a mahavangu potnu jagonde right so um you know again like you know you talk about that like, this modern like gender discourses or whatever yeah, yeah. that like you know that, like you know you got the com- conversation between like left and right or whatever like we have our own conceptualizing of uh, of uh, the entire world yeah, we yeah. have our own epistemology our own knowledge mm. that doesn't figure into even the most radical leftist conversation right ne ta karna hi nahi ga that you know but even the, you know amongst the so called you know sikh radicals that you know align with leftism they have a shallow understanding of sikhi yeah, it doesn't feature into it. when you ask them how do you look at core and sing in terms of gender you know jawabi nahi hoga unko kya kya unko di sochya nahi hoga because our identity isn't tied to you know this sareer no, in this way because that's the sovereignty yeah it's just, just sing sing ta raj karna wala core hai kanwar so if if you take away it's like your prince harry and your prince william take away your these questions of padshahi these questions of how we understanding the world these questions of what our relationship is with our padshahi into this world what are the permissible boundaries yeah. what happens when you cross those permissible boundaries how do we organize collectively within these displaced conditions these confining conditions how do we organize across borders how do we build towards liberation this is what we need to very seriously make space for yeah. and address because it's not going to come out of mp banalo pant ਦੇ ਕਿੰਨੇ ਅਮੀਰ ਬੰਦੇ ਆ ਜਦੋਂ ਪੰਜਾਬ ਦਾ ਬਟਵਾਰਾ ਹੋਇਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਦੋਂ ਬਲਦੇਵ ਸਿੰਘ ਸੀਗਾ ਦੇਰ ਇਜ਼ ਇੰਡਸਟਰੀਲਿਸ ਦੈਨ ਕੀ ਸਵਾਰ ਲਿਆ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਕੌਮ ਦਾ ਅੱਜ ਵੀ ਮਾਇਆ ਵਾਲੇ ਬਥੇਰੇ ਬੰਦੇ ਬੈਠੇ ਕੀ ਪੰਥਲਾ ਸਵਾਰ ਲਿਆ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਪੁੱਛ ਕੇ ਦੇਖ ਲੋ ਸਮਝੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੈਗੀ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਕੋਲ ਲਾਈਕ ਦੇ ਨੋ ਦੇ ਕਾਨਟ ਕਨੈਕਟ ਟੂ ਦ ਸੰਘਰਸ਼ ਸੋ ਲਾਈਕ ਹਾਊ ਡੂ ਵੀ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਐਡਰੈਸ ਥੀਸ um really violent conditions and then also like on waliya piriyan tak assi sambhalna hai is cheez nu like we know i think one of the one of the things in punjab once said to me is like our role is like you know jiri santane gal kiti ni rakhan wali our role is kisi ni de vich itta banniyan hmm. and you know that the the foundation like yeah, you know the itta they go under the surface or the utte dwar sajje jande are right the yeah. walls are built on top of foundations, those yeah. foundations so when we start thinking these grand visions of us ya kar dunge oh kar dunge kuch nahi hai ga asi bas sambhal karna hai like ohna ne de 84 da azadi wa lege they gave us language of uh, um, to understand our conditions yeah. they gave us a name for our liberation struggle khalistan yeah. they gave us justice for jarasi by knocking down all of these architects of the the whole thing sada kaam mein ki asi nu edi sambhal karni hai da palna karna hai and how we relate to gursiki how we relate to the world how we conceptualize politics all of these things are interconnected and how we're connecting to other movements that are engaged in um you know a more liberatory idea of living in the world that don't want to just extract from the jameen cuz 
when colonization happened, it didn't just change our relationship with each other, it changes our relationship with the Jameen. We're not here, you know, we're here to live in Sanj, not just with each other, but also with the Vatavar and the environment. Like, you know, see, Harik Sristidi Palana Devichta Odi Rakia Devichta Farjasi, how are we going to fulfill that duty, right? Yeah. How are we going to coexist with each other? How are we going to build a more uh, uh, relationship yeah. with the Tarti that isn't based on extracting and polluting and dominating and exploiting and, and realizing that ultimately so we there's a reluctance to the panth right so how do we bring that back into our consciousness and jado ek wari you know that those sparks start igniting then fear you know sangarsh pada ho gayi that you know like hopefully um we can walk on that path together that established path jina shidane marg rakhya hoya um walking on that is is a blessing alone you know so like hopefully we can we can continue to walk on it yeah that's wicked right the big thing is obviously you've talked about both projects you talked about a couple of books and resources events and things like that obviously this, this leadership program which has unfortunately steered you a bit off how can the Sangat assist you with all this because you got, you lot can't do this alone and there is going to, always going to be a need for either Maya or assistance or save others but how can we help 100% um, so just just before I come to that so the one of the upcoming we've got two upcoming books at the moment for, um, that are coming out one is going to be on Santaji and um, another one is going to be on the, the movement itself like taking a really in-depth analysis his working title at the moment is Jang Nama but it's going to um, there's an Instagram page on it as well um, and yeah this, we're going to look at the, the Sangarsh in a, a lot of detail um, but yeah I mean in terms of assistance one of the things that we always say most importantly is connect with the work that we're doing that's like one of the biggest things you know like maya chalo sara kuch hai ga ohdi lord vi pandiya oh guru sahib ne de vi deni a but connecting with the resources that they made for a reason like all yeah. the resources on khalistan.org there's three publications on there at the moment yeah. the first one is called who speaks for khalistan it's a 16000 word document with like references written to a very high academic standard that yeah. talks about why khalistan is demonized why it's confined why that narrative of terrorism radicalism find so much space in the media um these common myths against khalistan or like the militants committed excesses as well and you know um that nobody supports khalistan that it's a project of pakistan all this kind yeah. of stuff right i mean that's dissected thoroughly and that's um you know that's an analytical tool for a generation of knowledge on the second publication jung hind the punjab to look at like you know this emergent farmers protest right yes. so people think that there's a victory now because um you know the they won the laws of repealed but punjab's agriculture has been at a crisis point for decades decimated, yeah. completely decimated. Yeah, decimated the punjab's natural water is going to be depleted it's well, water the grain table they gave do rice do things like that those are for paddy fields those are for like bangladesh where the water's high foreign crops you, that, you yeah. know that are indigenous to uh, Punjab the monocrop agriculture yeah. the draining of the natural water the the pollution of the groundwater yeah. i mean there's a recent case of like malbroys pumping raw alcohol into the ground yeah. and they some farmers dug a well and pure schnapps coming out of it because they've been polluting the ground like don't tell people you get all the 
struggles keep emerging yeah. what the sick connection between the farmer struggle is and how the sick movement actually goes far beyond the farmers protest because the farmers protest became a moment where a lot of especially in the diaspora people that um, hadn't seen Punjab in any other way than like a, a faraway touristy place actually started feeling a connection with that land right a lot of songs were coming out you know this kind of almost like a, a new generation felt like kind of connected to a struggle yes. but yeah but like that hopefully by reading that people realize that that struggle is still ongoing that's junk in the punjab and then there's a battle of amritsar publication which we distributed yeah. along with the documentary that provides um context on june so chrasi there's a whole wealth of other resources on nsyf.org so many articles that have been written um but yeah just connecting with um uh you know the the material that we're producing there's a whole bunch of stuff on uh Bant punjab project as well there's um you know the uh, youtube channels is we're trying to provide like as much analysis as we can yeah. um which is isn't really kind of happening at the moment um so there's there's a big gap in in that analysis so that's the biggest thing to support us um, um and again like on our social media pages aren't going to be there for long yeah because you know, i see i've seen it especially even with yeah. the film it went down came back up yeah. changed name down and down. we went down we had to like you know re- like you know people that worked for those companies reached out to us and worked behind the scenes quite hard to get those pages back so yeah. um so we we're subject to uh, censorship a lot you know like um shadow banning even the the center's pages are restricted in in so many different territories nsyf all of our website our social media all restricted in india okay. um and th- this was the um this censorship was the early wave like during during the farmers protest um you know a whole bunch of accounts were taken down yeah. like uh, uh, simultaneously um and then since then obviously that that um censorship's been the nets being cast wider and wider by india so, like you've seen like basics of sikhi get like banned yeah, in yeah, india yeah. Also, just the term sikh sikh got banned, sikh right got banned um, so like there's algorithmic bannings and that net is uh, cast a lot wider but thing is with our content you're going to get a, a very different kind of perspective um on it so yeah so like engage with with us on the websites like you know subscribe to our newsletters pantpunjab.org khalistan.org nsyf.org.uk um and then if you want to support if you if you're in the mm. uk you can go on um, nsyf.org.uk there's ways you can support us there uh you know small monthly contributions really help us yeah. you know this type of work again like you know we're never going to get that type of mass funding um because it's just i don't know like okka kam mein like you know for, for people so yeah i mean like support us as much as as you can on there there's a uh, all the informations on nsyf.org.uk have you looked into the web3 just obviously, uh, obviously all the internet uh, at the moment is controlled so anything we put on instagram whatever it's it becomes their content whatever and they can take it down they can get rid of our accounts mm. whenever they want websites are exact same we're paying for a domain it's mm. yours the web3 thing is basically it becomes your account mm. it's never somebody tries to take it and they can shadow ban it mm in certain countries and you can't get to it but the content will always stay on 
it's yours. You know, like decentralized yeah, using like yeah, um, Web three is a decentralized internet using so, like the blockchain. Yeah, so yeah. you put it on like a so you get yourself an account dot eth so nsyf dot eth, mm. and then people can send money directly to you as well. So they just put nsyf dot eth on PayPal, money comes straight to you. It's decentralized, and we can see where it's come from. Yeah. Your accounts and your books and everything sit on there. They can't take down the links because it's owned by you. It's something we need to consider going forward 100%. to make sure that the yeah. resources you lot put so much effort into remain on the net. Blockchain is like super interesting yeah, exactly. for its applications in like, you know, um, decentralizing like information. Yeah. Really interesting. I mean, obviously, I've seen a lot of conversations around crypto, um, you know, that I, I don't really understand, to be honest. But like that type of application of, of using the underlying technology to, um, you know, create space on online for information i think that's super interesting i think you know six should really yeah. look into that as well it's like there's a thing in huddersfield called umber um, um but basically he he is he's been on at me for ages he's been on at sukraj he's been on at a few others and he's like why haven't we got our own currency mm. why haven't we got our own cryptocurrency why aren't we using that within our own community why are we going out externally why aren't we supporting around and he, he again he's thinking so far ahead where you're just like i ain't thought about this Mm. One, I'm just like, I'm confused with the door penny I've got in my jib anyway. But he's thinking well ahead. He's like, well, yeah, we we talk about Azaz. We want our own sovereignty. We should have our own crypto coin. We should have our own coin. We should be, you know, producing that and using it as a method of trust to pay each other. For uh, you know, honestly, I think we need to go way beyond, like, the cryptocurrency conversation. Like, I think, you know, um, when we first came into this country, there was like six, seven people living in a house right yeah, yeah. together and then you know the more and more so-called settled they got you know those six seven people became one family of you know of a married couple per house right um i think we need to start really seriously thinking there's a few hundred thousand of us in the in the uk we need to go buy land we need to get like families moving together where we become self-sufficient self-reliant like, yeah, like, whatever. if you've seen wild world yeah. country where osho Makes his yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Apart from that crazy woman who. Hankar Maria, Hankar Exactly, but what yeah. I'm saying is, but yeah. you could do that. You could start yeah. your own commune. It's always the cults that go out on the the it's, mad ones with the it's such communes. a wicked show. Yeah, it it's so good. And you then, know, obviously, like the um, the the Yogi Bhajan lot did, did the same thing as well in yeah, New Mexico. Yeah. So yeah, you know, like um, and I, I think like the Gore like it a bit more because that that commune hippie thing is like a yeah. bit more like you know understandable to them. Um, but you know, for us, I mean, we were living like this long before you know. Gore started appropriating the communal living, you know. Exactly. Deg Fateh has been there from day. So I think we need to really, really think about like individualism and materialism and really start like pooling resources together. There's enough for, of everything to go around. We can take care of each other. We've been taking care of each other better for longer than we have been living in these conditions as Galam, where we personally might have more, but like Sadiqom is, fractured, is fractured. fractured. So how do we address that? How do we do that healing? How do we make space for each other? Um, you know, Neta, you know, you, what you're going to do here is like, you know, come come karke, you know, marjana and then yeah. that's going to be it, right? And then, you know, you get that that dynamic when people get old and they start, you know, do, doing pagdi because you know, death is approaching. Because they've got nothing else to do. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, honestly, I think collectivism is like the way forward. You know, we got to like start like you know living together and pooling resources as a community yeah. to start having serious conversations. It's going to take time to change it because I think that individualism is like is so deeply ingrained within us. Yeah. I mean, it's taken like seventy years, but like we've deeply bought into it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fine. Just for a close up, does you know when we talk about 
your different sources for the film. I know I'm going back to something. Have you seen that? Um, uh, I'm trying to think of who it is. Basically, the bar side, there's a, a good sick Bibi who does the job. She sweeps the uh, Purkarma. And uh, there's an interview, I'll send it to you afterwards, where she talks about 84. She's like, my husband stayed with Sanchez, and he's in all the videos. And my sons were on the water tower, which collapsed. And one of my other sons was the one that was jumping from roof to roof, which is all mentioned within your... It would be brilliant for somebody to go and speak to her. She does like a short interview about her life and how she ended up in jail and she lives at the right side now. Yeah, but honestly, we've got like... We've I know you've got serial dads everywhere. I'm just we've like, got... No, Jimmy, we've got a list. The hardest thing yeah. is filming. Um, ourselves going to film in India. I know, I know. Well, you like, can't, you're banned. We, yeah, we can't, we can't get visas and the other thing is like, yeah. you know, filming in India is really, really difficult. Um, of course it is. You know, even if you, even if you can get a visa and you go, you turn up with a bunch of cameras, like you've got to fill out special forms. And, yeah, no, well, it's and, yeah, the same as China, isn't it? Yeah, same as China's so control. It's, it's difficult but yeah I mean honestly there's a lot of people that, that need yeah. to be filmed um, I mean before we obviously made this film we looked at all of the existing documentaries and you know that but this is stuff that we had been doing for a while yeah. um, looking at all the resources around Chirasi yeah. um, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of things that need to be interviewed a lot of families yeah. it's a huge huge task I think at some point we try to work it out and like you know figure the logistics out. and we realized it would take us like 10 years just to go and like yeah. film everything Not, of course it would yeah we know how hard it is doing this mm. week in week out and just going to the uk let alone mm. primary witnesses to something like that you, they're going to be scattered everywhere so you yeah. will and each interview will take you like you know we found a minimum of three days you need it's, you know it's not like it's getting them in the right state to talk about it as well yeah it takes a while yeah. honestly it takes a while um just a quick thing. I know you've plugged a couple of websites, but can you plug your social media details? As if you, whatever you want to share. Obviously, there's going to be some accounts you don't want to share. For people who are interested in this sort of thing and do want to come aboard and know what more the NSY are doing or the um, Carlson Centre are doing, obviously, you'll have to figure out which one's an Indian town and which one's not. That's the only problem. Now, um, honestly, I don't. I don't use uh, social media that much anymore. I use my Twitter, um, which is Anandpur uh, dot exile. Um, but yeah, I kind of change, trying to change the way I use social media. I just find it a bit too draining these days. Well, that's it. It's, it is emotionally draining. Yeah, yeah it's a bit too so, much. No, that's fine. No, just you know, with regards to flawed and foolish here, I, I just want to say thank you. I really do. You you got yourself. And it's like somebody else sent me a message because they come and see your film. He's like. And there's a picture of yourself right at the front. As you do, you do a talk afterwards and a talk after, and there's a film. And he just sent me a message. He goes, "I'm a fanboy," and I was like, right. "Yeah, that's the same as us." Because right. you know, you became for us the face of this film because you were there. These, I know there's other people involved. I know there's Budgie Singh and other people involved mm. who have done a lot of hard work. But for us, you've reignited something that was dormant for some time. Mm. And I hope that those people who haven't seen the film go and see it. And even for those people hate everything about 84 still go and see it mm, and I'd yeah. rather them bring up a conversation on the net and still be anti because then we can put our bits across <laughs> it's true isn't it yeah. you've got to have haters I, you know. I mean, that's the first reason I made social media as well haters are the best people, the people, trolls are the best somebody said they're, they're talking crap about Jalassi and Santaji on Facebook I was like what need to make a Facebook but account the, but that's exactly what happened <laughs> yeah. that's, that's why we all joined because you're just like yeah. Hang on, these gadgets yeah. are saying this. You're like, right, I'll get on. That Honestly, we need right a, we need a younger generation of like six like to, to kind of take over that. But that's the problem. That space. Yeah. Our issue is this: the whole point of this podcast mm. is we're I'm in my forties. You're saying you're in your thirties. Everybody we seem to talk to is in their thirties and forties. Uh, 
where are your 18, 16, 17 year Because I know when we were 16, we were every ISYF uh, we were at every thing. rally. Yeah. We listened to every speech. Yeah. I'd listen to every one of Sanjana Sinji's speeches. Yeah. I'd listen to the tapes. I'd listen to Daddy Vana. Where are today's youth? Yeah. And that's the whole point of this. They're listening to, to Jordan Peterson and what's that yeah, other part they're, they're listening man? to Andrew Tate, Jordan Peterson, uh, um, uh, Blackpink, whatever the groups are. It's brilliant. Uh, I, do, I do like Blackpink. That's good. I don't even know so. who that is, but but yeah, no, I, you know, I totally, I totally know what you mean. Like, but that's the thing. The whole point of this is to move the next generation to go right. Mm. Where are you people? Why aren't you coming forward? Why aren't you stepping up and going? I can learn this from the predecessors who have learned all this, mm. and now because I am involved, I've got the speech. I know the words that they want to hear. I know the way they want me to speak. I can put it forward mm. and put it forward for our month. Yeah. So yes, but no, just thank you from Flawed and Foolish. You have been fantastic today. I could actually go on, but I saw the bloody time and I thought we're going to get kicked out of here soon. Uh, yeah, so I, I appreciate you having us down. Uh, I've got some ideas, but that, you know, it's about you having time. But no, just regards to us. Thank you very much. And I'll just close up with Fateh. Why Gujika Kalsa? Why Gujiki Fateh?